0: Hello, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like the episode, give us a like, share, follow. And so this week, I got a question for the audience, as always, and for my co host as always. Ready to hear? What's up? If you could become like a spy for a government, would you? I feel like it depends on what kind
1: of agency or what kind of spy you are. Because when you think, like, CIA, FBI, it's like, "Mm, I don't really want to work for those. (laughs) But if you think, like, James Bond, Archer-styled spies, like, you know, those kind of sound interesting. Fair. That would be fun.
0: Fair. I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, CIA, American Dad makes CIA sound fun. (laughs) because it's a cartoon. I mean, so is Archer, but... Okay, so let, that brings us into this week's episode. Uh, we are covering Sterling Archer from the show Archer, or I guess Sterling Mallory Archer. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. We uh, Let's start out with real world. Sterling Mallory Archer code duchess as his mother's dog is a fictional character on the american adult animated sitcom archer which aired on the basic cable network fx from 2009 to 2019 from 2009 to 2019 and is currently broadcast on its sister network fxx that was a weird change they did with adding that channel
1: yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of the way it is with most of the channels and networks nowadays. Right. <laughs> they all have like two or three sister networks. <laughs> so the character serves as the comedy's uh, main protagonist, is voiced by H. John Benjamin. Uh, creator Adam Reed was expecting to play the role in the show's original pl- uh, pilot, but was recast because the producers felt his voiceover was not suitable for the character's dialogue
0: fair and honestly the uh, person they got to voice act him, perfect
1: oh yeah and after all these years of listening to it, i was like i don't know if i
0: could i could have couldn't. another archer i could not yeah no archer debuted in the first episode of archer mole hunt on september 17th 2009 so he's like he's one of our newer characters that i think we've covered but definitely older than we thought definitely oh man blows my mind oh we're getting old <laughs> Duh. <laughs>
1: so, inspired by James Bond, Archer appears in the early seasons of Archer as a narcissistic, womanizing secret agent of the International Secret Intelligence Service, or ISIS, a fictional New York-based intelligence service headed by his mother, Mallory, voiced by Jessica Walter.
0: May she rest in peace. The character of Archer and Benjamin, uh, and Benjamin's performance of the character have been well-received by the media. Benjamin has received numerous accolades, including Primetime Emmy nominations and an Annie Award nomination for Outstanding Achievement in Voice Acting. I mean, the guy does have a pretty wide resume, too.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Which is funny, because he sounds the same with every character. He just makes slight alterations to the cadence of his voice. I
1: I mean, but that's also what a a large chunk of voice actors do. True.
0: I just always find, like, I love uh, when they do the bit in Family Guy, where he's like, I'm going to do Bob meets Archer. Hi, my name's Archer. Hi, my name's Bob. It just doesn't even alter the voice.
1: So, into his development, uh, after the cancellation of the television series Frisky Dingo in 2008, Reed would take a year off from work and travel to Europe and Morocco for leisure. He would often observe the general atmosphere of the environment around him, quoting, I was in Europe and Morocco for most of the year, uh, bumming around with a backpack and a scruffy beard and sitting in cafes writing in my journal, seeing all these wealthy people and the beautiful women walking around looking all quote-unquote European.
0: Sounds like a fun time. I wish I could go on a Euro trip.
1: I wish I could afford to go on a Euro trip. Right?
0: So Reed would continue. I kept thinking about this world. I wasn't invited to go on behind me in these gorgeous buildings. I was like, I know there's some some awesome cocktail party on the roof of that building, and I'm walking around with a Hot Pocket. So I kept thinking about, you know, James Bond would totally be at the party and would not be eating this Hot Pocket. (laughs) I mean, that is a fair thought process. <laughs> right. When you're thinking about all these fancy people
1: in this, these beautiful cities in Europe, it's like, yeah, no, they'd be up living the life and not just wandering around with a hot pocket. Right.
0: <laughs> also, in Europe, just like, with a hot pocket, grab a croissant, sandwich. Like, that's better. I'm You can tell you're the American in my voice.
1: So, hoping to become the innovative... Hoping to become innovative in the spy fiction genre, Reed continued his endeavors at home. He read he would read all the James Bond novels, which were given to him several years previously by an acquaintance.
0: Kind of lucky. <laughs> right? So Reed quickly alluded to the misogynist nature of the covers of the novels, which he described as pulp fiction-esque. Covers of Bond assaulting a woman somehow while playing cards. It's actually a pretty accurate view, yeah. of of especially of the old school original Bonds. <laughs> I, haven't, I don't know about the new books, if they've changed anything.
1: <laughs> the archer creator uh, wanted the title character to embody an obtuse yet uh, sympathetic personality. He was still apprehensive on modeling it after James Bond until viewing GoldenEye. Uh, in the film, Reed was immediately captivated by Judy Dench's portrayal of M, the head of the secret intelligence service. Uh, saying, I was spinning my wheels on that, and then it clicked, and I was watching the James Bond reboot with Judy Dench's M, and then I thought, what if M was James Bond's mother? And what a <laughs> weird dynamic that would be. And what if they were both horrible people? <laughs> I mean, he hit that one to, on a, like on the head. <laughs> oh, my God,
0: yeah. And I mean, that's the crooks of the show, I feel. <laughs> oh, it, it really is. So, FX initially disapproved of Archer's bumbling demeanor as similar endeavors have previously been done on multiple occasions. This made it especially difficult in writing the script for the pilot episode. It was hard if a guy's really good-looking apparently rich and has a great apartment and has really great clothes and dates all the girls and could kick your face off. If he's also the smartest guy in the room, you're not going to root for him. That's kind of what he said about the character and... Arguably, yeah. you It's not wrong. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, I don't relate to that, dude. Like, why would I want to root for a guy that's got
1: everything and is the smartest? You know, exactly. not interesting. That's boring. (laughs) So, indeed, he would often debate with the executives of FX on the character throughout the first season, but concerns later subsided after Reed asserted uh, that Archer was merely overconfident and not dumb, quoting, he's just supremely confident and thinks that nothing as bad is ever going to happen to him. So, in these dangerous situations where he's being an idiot, he's just being willfully obtuse to see what will happen.
0: And, uh, yeah. You know,
1: something along the lines of, no, Lana, I don't think I could actually die. Yeah,
0: right? Like, that, that's pretty <laughs> accurate. Yeah, the character, and that's true, because the character is not dumb. Arguably, I love when they bring up, they're like, I think he might have like ADHD or autism. Oh, yeah. that, like, he's a brilliant guy. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of random stuff. And as somebody with ADHD, I kind of relate to the character. Yeah. So I get that. Okay, let's get into casting. So John Benjamin, who Reed was familiar with from his previous Adult Swim cartoons, was approached by Reed for the role of Archer while Benjamin was visiting his parents in Arizona. Oh, that's kinda neat. Kinda makes you
1: wonder though if he knew he was out there because of something else or if he was just kinda being a little stalkerish.
0: <laughs> I mean you never know. I get Ah That's a good question actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Benjamin was given a copy of the pilot script and later recorded it in the following week, relating, so I think that I just went into the went into this, it was the back of this guy's house or something. He had a makeshift studio, so it felt dirty, but I don't think I read the script prior, didn't get it. Uh, I just happened to be visiting my parents, and it all happened, so I just went in, read it, worked out well for them, not for my parents.
0: <laughs> I had uh, I had read somewhere, or I, no, I didn't read, I was watching an interview um, with the voice actor, and he actually said he was nervous to take the role originally, because he thought they might want him to do a British voice, because they described it as like James Bondy, like kind of parody, he's yeah. like, I can't do a British voice, and they're like, no, 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 you don't have to do a British voice, do your American voice. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin was uh, contingent uh, contingent with the role, as he was apprehensive of imitating a spy. The home movies actor was a top prerogative for Reed to uh, in portraying the character because of his distinctive voice. Which yes, he's very you you know you recognize him anytime you hear him. One of the reasons I think that you root for him, besides knowing that some of it isn't his fault. He's got his terrible mother and a terrible childhood, is John's delivery. It's so disarming that even the most conceited, hurtful, horrible things that Archer says when John puts voice to them, they come across as not that bad. And yeah,
1: if that's all you're looking at, then yeah, they don't come off that bad. But when you listen to them,
0: they still come off bad. True. (laughs) Especially some of the things he says throughout the show. (laughs) He can cut characters to the core. Okay, so that's kind of all we got for uh, real world. Let's hop into the universe.
1: So, Archer was born in Tangier as the only child of Mallory Archer, the retired agent turned director of the New York-based ISIS service.
0: Okay, so due to Mallory's involvement in espionage throughout World War II, Archer was raised until age five by his servant Woodhouse, who also helped birth him. Yeah, <laughs> on, a gre- on a greasy bar table.
1: Yeah, I've got to love that episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just watched it, too.
1: <laughs> so the whereabouts of his biological father are unknown, bearing a fake identity conceived by Mallory, though he briefly appears as a faceless figure in a dream sequence as Archer hallucinates from a cobra bite.
0: Oh, my God. There's so many, so many possible options for that. There was five. That was it. There was five? Yeah. Oh, wow. Huh, okay. So Sterling spent the first five years of his life being raised by Woodhouse and only seeing his mother a few times per year, such as on Christmas. This made him have an extremely negative view of his mother as a young child. It got to the point that when she came home, he clung to Woodhouse and stated he had no mother and said he hated her. (laughs) If I had a mother, I'd hate her. Like, I remember... I mean, and, and that's fair. If your your mom's not
1: around, like, it's your only parent, but they're never around except for maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. That's a fair response, honestly. I mean,
0: especially when they, if, if they make it clear that, yeah, that's your parent, That is that man who's raising you is not your parent. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> oh, that's got to be rough.
1: So, Archer would spend his youth at a boarding school where he excelled at lacrosse. As a result, he was offered an athletic scholarship to John Hopkins University. But the author falls through after Archer is shot in the abdomen. But in one episode, there's actually a picture of him showing him graduating from Georgetown University, which, after I did some looking into that, so based on the picture showing him wearing a red hood, presumes he has a degree in theology, according to the academic hood colors list.
0: Wow. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, you just kind of skipped right over that part.
0: Oh, damn. Huh. It's also a random degree to have really is. (laughs) Okay, so he spent up to 15 years at boarding school, (laughs) despite the American schooling taking 13 years, where during his time in boarding school, he was regarded as the most recruited lacrosse player. (laughs) Spent 13 years in boarding school. Would your mom ship you off when you were in preschool?
1: Uh, (laughs) Possibly. Or he just had to uh, repeat a lot of years.
0: I still love it when he brings up, it's like, it's like what he, he, there's an episode where he's just like, he's like, yeah, 15 years of boarding school, and they're like, 15? Or whatever the normal amount is, I don't know.
1: <laughs> so at some point as a child, Mallory moved without telling Archer's boarding school, leading him to take a train home alone and eventually ending up in a police station. Mallory had to pick him up and continue uh, continues to view the situation as not her fault, stating that he could have picked up phone book. Which, I mean... <sighs> That's still horrible parenting. Yeah, Yeah, it's entirely
0: your fault. It's God, she's such a bad mother. (laughs) So, Archer celebrated his sixth birthday while his mother assisted in overthrowing the government of Guatemala. Unbeknownst to Mallory, Sterling's real father visited him and gave him a stuffed toy alligator as a gift. Ever since that time, he loved alligators, but at some point his love became a chronic fear. Which I would love if in this final season we got an explanation to that. <laughs>
1: Probably not going to.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: So one year on Halloween, uh, Archer would lose a card game to Mallory, losing all of his Halloween candy. This incident caused Archer to have an extremely negative view of gambling for many years to come. He would also drink alcohol for the first time during the same incident, most likely due, uh, due to his mother's insistence. Which, knowing his mother, that sounds right, too.
0: (laughs) Yep. Can't gamble, can't drink, what good are you? God, that was a dark flashback. Oh, yeah. So, one year, Archer got a brand new bike for his birthday. However, Archer left his bike on the curb. Mallory took it from him without giving it back, thinking it would be a good lesson for him. When Archer discovered that his bike was missing, he sat crying on his bed. Mallory walked in and asked where his new bike was. Archer simply cried harder, and Mallory spanked him with a red ping pong paddle. Although it's not clear if this is his first spanking or if Mallory used other objects, Sterling developed a sexual kink for play with ping pong paddles in adulthood. I do know wooden spoons are a trigger for him.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so to continue on that line of thought so due to an incident once with a vacuum that would result in a hospital visit archer also suffers from a fear of robots or robophobia
0: God i was gonna put that in but i was like is that relevant i skipped over to even think about the whole fear of the robots thing yeah how relevant that was to him <laughs> That's my bad. That's my, yeah, good especially catch.
1: when they, they use that so much in a certain season. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: hugely important to his character. I completely spaced that. Good catch, Joker. <laughs> Machines hurt people. <laughs> uh, so, Archer losses Virginia at age 12 to his female Brazilian au pair, who was seemingly unaware of the American Age of Consent. God dang, he had a rough go. At his 10th grade sports banquet, Archer was caught having sex with his lacrosse coach's wife, Miss Mumford. Mallory considers this the most embarrassing thing Archer has ever done. Archer states that she came on to him, and so it was not his fault.
1: Which he learns that behavior from his mother. Yep. (laughs) He's like, no, you're not really. It's still partially your fault because you didn't stop. (laughs) But, you know... (laughs) He, He's definitely got a wild, young childhood. Yeah, right? <laughs> Dang. So, and as a young adult, Archer would idolize Burt Reynolds, often dressing up as him and continually watching his movies. <laughs> you know, at least that's a good actor to idolize. Right?
0: He's and down. <laughs> never get the obsession with Burt Reynolds. I think because you didn't buy him that uh, that truck. He was 30! Like, uh, So upon growing up, Archer attempted to join the army, but failed. Instead, he began to work as a spy at his mother's agency, ISIS, quickly climbing the ranks as their top spy thanks to both his genuine skill and his mother's preferential treatment. 100%.
1: Which I'm pretty sure most of it comes to his mother's treatment.
0: Oh, completely. I was like, yes, he was skilled, but no nah, he got a lot from his mom oh 100% like <laughs> arguably his skills are top notch but his it's his subordination and his personality he would have never made it in oh, any God, other no. spy agency God, no. they would have blacklisted him long ago <laughs> okay so uh, that's kind of it for the history of Archer as far as we know maybe someday we'll know who his father is or why he's scared of gators but until then let's move on to weapons and skills Okay, so the Wal- Walther PPK or Paul pistol Krim, Criminal Model. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sounds German. Uh, so, yeah, the PPK is Sterling Archer's preferred and primary sidearm. First introduced in 1931, this weapon is famous as the weapon of choice for James Bond and inspi- inspiration for Archer himself. Which, you know, makes sense for them to give him that weapon. Oh, yeah. So, uh, t- uh, yeah, he also has the tactile cane that he gets in, uh, what was it, season 12? Th- or 11? And that, but basically it's a super spy cane. has a grappling hook, magnetic uh, attachments, uh, has knockout gas and electricity and that. It can shock people. And I think knockout darts. He also is proficient with snipers, uh, 2 barrel shotgun, night he... He constantly wants to use night vision goggles, even oh, though yeah. they constantly go bad on him. He's been blinded what twice now, at for, least. From those? And then uh, skills: melee weapons, firearms, honey, uh, the honey pot, scuba, lacrosse, hand-to-hand combat, infiltration, undercover, allegedly, archer, archery, uh, drink mixing knowledge. He would put that on his resume. Uh, escape, ca- uh, escape car driving, uh, asset acquisition, and some explosives. I don't know what the 5 ty's. I think I accidentally hit the keyboard with that one. So I not on, I was like, well, maybe it's something useful. I actually think, like, I hit it as I was closing it. I looked at it. I'm like, that's not a thing. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, kind of a random fun fact. So, throughout the series, Archer is wounded 26 times. So roughly one in every four episodes, he gets hurt.
0: Wow. I remember there's an episode where he thinks about like how many times he's been shot and the residual like, lead.
1: And that's just getting shot.
0: Yeah, because we're not even talking about the times he's been stabbed, blown up, uh, yeah, <laughs> purposely thrown through a car window. He's
1: gotten a lot. But yeah, on average, right now, as it sits without a new season, it's roughly a quarter of the episodes he's getting hurt in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me, but that freaking is.
1: Honestly, I'm surprised it's only 26 times.
0: Yeah, honestly, you telling me that, I'm like, I could have sworn that was more.
1: I would have. Maybe it's just because it happens roughly every four episodes. We think
0: it's more. I I could see that being the reason. Oh, man. Okay, so, uh, folks, that's it for our uh, episode, for this week's episode of Are You a Fan? And uh, I guess I have to ask the question I ask every week.
1: You a fan, Joker? I definitely enjoy Archer and I do prefer certain other characters in the show over him, but he's still a fun character. Fair,
0: fair. I'd say Archer is probably my top favorite character, but yeah, I am a huge fan, but like you said, there are other characters I'm a fan of too. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode or even liked the character before from a movie, comic cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.